So many things are hurting in our ears as a whirling. Need to discuss some things between us. Talking in a weird wonderland. Let's have a chat, some conversation. Make some points and observations. Suggest we find fun to find. Talking in a weird wonderland. In a bedroom, we'll record a podcast. Broadcast it for listeners to hear. They'll say, oh my god, the show is awesome. I can't wait for the next one to appear. So let's begin with our session. Pick a theme for progression. We can chat on freight in this digital age. Talking in a weird wonderland. Talking in a weird wonderland. Talking in a weird wonderland. Hello. Hello. And welcome to our show. I'm Chris. And I'm Josh. And this is our podcast. Talking in our weird wonderland. In this episode, we want to talk about the podcast so that you can get an insight into what our podcast is going to be about, why we're doing it, and how you can get involved. So we also want to talk about ourselves a little bit so that you can get a better sense of who we are and what we're like. So the podcast, um, we've decided to do a podcast that sort of focuses on different subjects in each episode and um, we will have like an organic chat about it and see how it relates to us and also just how the subject is defined by our world at the moment. So basically it's it's me and you having a chat about random stuff. Yeah, and we'll probably do an episode or two a week and we will put them out on Facebook and social media where you can actually get in touch with us and send us your stories. We'll probably put topics, um, like questions out before we record an episode so you have a chance to tell us like a story or your thoughts on the subject. Um, yeah, so shall we begin it? Alright, so should we talk about ourselves? Yeah, um, I thought it'd be fun to just do it as like a series of question and answers. Uh, is that simple? So should we yeah, do that? Yeah, I'm alright with that. Okay, so Chris, how old are you and where are you from originally with your posh fancy voice? Well, funnily enough, <laughs> my posh fancy voice, I'm 28 years old and 28 years ago I was born in Manchester. Oh. So, um, born in Manchester, uh from the age of till about seven, then moved to Worcester, um, and then from there went, well, I've been all over the place, but went to Pershaw, then um, down in Bristol. Um, what about you? Um, I'm originally from Wigan in Manchester. Um, yeah, and then I basically grew up there and then a couple of years ago went to uni in Bath and then whilst I was there I met you and you brought me to Bristol which is kind of how we get on to our next question which is what actually brought you to Bristol <laughs> My, Mine was um, I was going through a very dark time with an ex-partner um, it was not not great like I wasn't great, they weren't great, it was just not good 
Um, and then my closest friend Jackie just said, well, my housemate's moving out. Would you like to move in? And I was like, yeah. I just jumped at the opportunity, and here yeah. I am. I have not looked back since. Yeah. It's weird how, like, we sort of ended up here and then ended up together. It's like some weird, like, fatey twist thing. Uh, I like to think so. Yeah. Um, so what's next? Let's have a look. Let's have a look at your questions here. What's your favourite place, Joshua? My favourite place? Um, <coughs> I don't know, in Bristol, like somewhere that I can get to that I really like to be on my days off is like the Botanical Gardens. I love sort of places like that. Um, yeah, you're slowly trying to turn our flat into the Botanical Gardens. I know, we've got so many plants. I wonder if that ghost will come back and knock that plant pot off the wall again. That's a bit odd. Yeah, that was scary. Anyway. What about you? Where's your favourite place? My favourite place? Honestly, don't know. Hmm. I think it would have to be... I think it'd be here, my home. I like my home. I really like our home now. Yeah. Um, what is your favourite colour? Purple. Hmm, I like purple. That's not your favourite colour though, is it? No, I like sort of... <laughs> I, I like the colour grey. <laughs> and you know what, I get that a lot I like you. charcoal, slate grey, and I like mossy green. I think my, my like for purple would be, it's for me, the colour of happiness. Like, it's always been dark purple has always been related to happiness for me. Um, so yeah, you have like, we'll talk about it in a later episode, but you have like an interesting thing with colour. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, should we save that for another episode? Yeah, it's, it's cool. Um, Alright, what's the next question? Let's have a look. What is your favourite animal? Oh my god, I find this really difficult. Um, I love otters, like that's the first one that comes to mind. I just, I, I must love how they're just intelligent and adorable and they live in like just they they have the lifestyle I want <laughs> I, if I could come back as any animal I would come back as an officer I mean I basically am on because I just collect pebbles everywhere I go as well I think mine's now the marine iguana since you pointed <laughs> them out like if I was an animal I would be a marine iguana but not with the snakes because the snakes freak me out on that documentary. The runner snakes. Oh my god, they are so scary and so fast. They are quite terrifying, uh, to be honest. That was quite... That was actually quite a scary show. And <laughs> they ate the poor iguanas. I know, it was so sad. Um, okay, next question. Uh, what is your favourite time of year? Um, oh. Spring. Like, yeah. Oh, that's weird. Mine's autumn. You like it when everything comes to life and I like it when everything's dying. <laughs> wow um, I just love the colours though and like I don't know I love like oh I do love the autumnal colours yeah and when it starts getting cold and you can go for like walks and stuff like the other day at work I was in like the smoking area and I felt an autumn breeze for the first time and my brain was just like oh my god it's time for jumpers and like cinnamon and pumpkin and like all I must Everything. admit, I do enjoy wearing jumpers. I prefer them to wearing, like, Some vests clothes. and tops and stuff. I prefer to just pop on a jumper and just go about my day. Yeah, I love it. 
Yeah. What's the next question we got uh, here? If you could be any Disney princess, hero or villain, who would you be? I kind of, again, like, I mean, it's not awesome. It's kind of going into winter, but, like, I love Elsa from Frozen. I think she's fabulous. Um, I like the idea of just having, like, an ice castle. Like, I like Elsa when she was sort of rebelling and running away. I don't like how she then went back to the people that hated on her and stuff. Like, I I kind of like Elsa mid, mid-story when she's got all that trauma going on. Elsa PMS. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, then, oh, 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 but a villain, um, I'd probably say Hades from Hercules because it's like, could you imagine having like a glowing green river running through your bedroom? You can only pick one oh. princess, hero, or villain. I feel like I'd like Hades more. Hades? Yeah. You just he, have a river of dying pe- dead people in his house. And he has a big <laughs> three headed dog as well. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. I think I would be Yzma. She is fabulous. I know. Oh my god, I love her. Would you have Kronk though as well? Like, Pull the lever, Kronk! <laughs> I love that. Wrong lever! It's like the most underrated Disney film and yet it's probably the funniest as well. Like, it's not underrated, it was amazing. I love it, it's so good. I love The Emperor's New Groove, but yeah, I would definitely be <laughs> I love it when he wakes her up um, and she sits up and she's like, this better be good. And she's got those cucumbers and like mud all over her face. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a look. What's the next question? If you were in a zombie apocalypse... Okay, so these questions were taken from, like... Do you remember the MySpace questionnaires that we did when we were younger? All of these questions were taken from... I had to go through many, many, many of them because I forgot how horrendous most of the questions are. But I was going to say, you mentioned zombies. Can we, can we skip that one? Yeah, okay. Well, if I was in a zombie apocalypse, I think I'd be fabulous anyway. And, yeah. I'd be dead in five minutes. I'd just mm. be like, oh, all right then. I just don't have time for it. Yeah, I haven't got the patience, yeah, to be honest. All that running around. I can't, even, I can't even get up the stairs without running out of breath. Do I smoke too much. That's a point. If there was a zombie apocalypse, do you think we'd still have to smoke outside? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine that? Oh, I really want a cigarette, but I just don't want to get eaten today. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah, I think that would probably be the case. <laughs> um, if you could go back in time and visit a moment in history, when and where would you go? Um, I say moment or period, but I like the idea of a moment. I think I'd like to go and watch the beheading of Marie Antoinette. Any particular reason for because that? She would was, you take her dress after? I were, she was so fabulous, but she was such a twat. So I, just, I don't know anything about her. She basically wasted the riches of the, the place that she ruled uh, on parties. That's why she's commonly linked to like eating lots of cake, because she used to... Cake back then was so expensive that she used yeah. to have like several tiered cakes and just oh, have these so parties good. around these things. Oh, I know. I love cake. I know, oh. but I'd still like to see her be beheaded, I think. Yeah. I mean, she sounds just like students today. Like, <laughs> it just, really is, except the cake back then was had, expensive. Yeah, she had a student lifestyle. Um, what about you? I don't really know. I, hmm, I like the idea of going back to like the Salem witch trials. I think I'd like be part of that. You'd probably be one of the witches. I would, and I think I'd probably set up like a sort of coven or something. I don't know. 
Um, oh, oh, better than the Salem ones, because that's like in America and stuff. I'd probably go to the Pendle Witch Trials, because I find those really fascinating. Plus, I want to know, because one of the witches um, comes from like a town that has my last name. And I want to know if I'm related to her or something. Like, that would be so cool. Or just to ha to live in a town with my name and be like the head witch. That would be awesome. I wouldn't want to live in the past. Like, you'd, just, no, you'd end up with dysentery. Uh, yeah. No. Also, I bet the food was crap. It was, it was basically bread and cheese. Uh, and it wouldn't even be good cheese. It would just be like mould. Like so loaves of bread used to last a week. Oh my god! And they didn't have wrappers or anything. Oh no! <laughs> no. Let's have a look. What's the next question? Let's see. If you were to be marooned on a desert island, what five things would you want with, to have with you? I don't know if I can answer that one. That's really. Should we skip that one? Because that one yeah, seems like a, a very long-winded question. And yeah, that one's that we'll one. Let our listeners just like make up their own answers for that whilst we ramble. If you could pick up any skill instantly, what would it be? Um, I'd love to be able to. I'm gonna say it's like a skill, but I'd love to be able to communicate in different languages or in sign language because I always struggle quite badly with. I, I can read and write in like other languages but I find it really hard to speak them so so you want to become fluent in all I'd languages I'd love to be fluent in other languages that'd be a really nice one I think it's a pretty good one yeah how about you I would like to fly like a plane or just sprout wings out of your spine I'm not fussy <laughs> I think I prefer the wings out the spine. I think that would be awesome, but I think I'd probably get experimented on and shot down. That was it. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it Superman? No. Bang. It's <laughs> now we have to find a coffin that can fit him and his wings. It just being a crucifix. I'd cut them off and like <laughs> frame them, display them like Lucifer did. Um, <laughs> you know, you were like a human bird, though. Would you? I wouldn't be a human bird, I would uh, be a human with wings. Yeah, but do you think that we would be able to fly quickly, or do you think it would just be, like, flying but at the speed of walking, because that would be traumatic. Could you imagine getting stuck in a rain? So have you ever seen anything fly? So, in order to fly, your wingspan needs to be basically the length of your body. Um, minimum and as humans they would be massive so you'd be able to buffet a lot of wi a wind and carry yourself a lot further a lot faster with a lot less effort <gasps> what wings would you have I'd have bat wings because I know when I come near me because I'd have these like fleshy wings and they wouldn't be seen as cute I'd probably have like dragon wings like scaly oh, wings that sounds nice I'd have like scaly membrane what wings what colour Purple. purple. <laughs> Always purple. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you were on death row, what would be your last three-course meal? Oh. Uh, I struggle so hard at the thought of this. It would be fried calamari, spicy calamari um, to start. I would then have um, probably, like, like, this is so weird, but, like, they, they don't go together in any one restaurant <laughs> anywhere, but I would probably have, like, lasagna with all of the salad. Uh, like like several tiered lasagna, like a proper thick beef lasagna. Or I'm not interested. How many layers would you have? Because it's your last meal. You could probably ask for something ridiculous. Like six. Is that all? I'd go for like 30. I know you would, but I don't want to die like fat. 
Inject it with cheese. <laughs> yeah, just in, they probably just inject me with health and then I'll die. Ugh. But um, and then for pudding, I think I would have. What would I have? Do you remember when we went to Cornwall and I had that malt <gasps> ball it was like with a ice giant cream? Malteser. It was literally a giant Maltese. Yeah. Oh. So I'd have that for dessert. Mm. What about you? Um. I think, I don't know, because I feel like I'd waste it just because I really enjoyed them, but spaghetti hoops on toast. But I, I, I love it when... This is free course meal, I know, not, not midnight but snack. I love it when the toast, like, you dip it into the spaghetti hoops and leave it for ages, and then it goes all soggy and tomatoey. I love that. Um, so maybe I'd have that as a starter, but then I feel like I'm wasting a really good opportunity. Um, if it makes you happy and it's the last you know thing what? you want it before you die... It would make me happy. I might, I might swap that for my dessert and have my dessert as my starter and I would have apple crumble with custard. Fair enough. But like with sort of cinnamon, like an autumnal, tasty, spicy apple crumble. I do like so how nice. you've used autumnal since I said it earlier. You picked I that know. up and you really enjoyed that, didn't you? Yeah, I love autumn. <laughs> it's only right in the corner as well. Um, and then for my main, um, I love Thai food, but it doesn't go with the spaghetti hoops or the crumble. No, no, mine. You know what I There's think? Lasagna and calamari. Butter pie. Butter pie. It would have to be butter pie or hot pot. Like a really good northern hot pot with loads of gravy. Oh my god, that'd be so good. Pie chips and gravy. Mm, <laughs> pie chips and gravy with Yorkshire puddings, just for the sake that it's my last meal and I think I should be alive. But Fair enough. Um, so look, what's the next one? Next question? Which do you prefer, tea or coffee, and how do you take it? Well, I'm allergic to tea, so it's Not coffee, tea, and I take it decaf because I no longer drink caffeine. Mm. How Sounds about you? Good. I like... My favourite tea is Earl Grey, and I like it with one teaspoon of sugar, bit of milk, and just left to brew for like five minutes. It's just you like my cups heaven. of tea, don't you? You make the best cups of tea. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I and can't drink it, but I can make I it. I know. It's like some weird sorcery because you shouldn't be able to make it because you don't know what it tastes like. I do know what it tastes like. I drank it until oh, yeah, I was... and then you nearly died. Yeah, um, well, I didn't nearly die. I just ended up with some permanent damage in my internal organs. Sorry, <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, <I> <laughs> let's, let's move on from that. That's not very pleasant. Um, which do you... Oh, which do you prefer? A night in or a night out? I do enjoy a night out occasionally um it sort of depends on my mood and the time of year as well um i love it around christmas time like evenings out in christmas markets and things that's always really nice okay so if and we take night out for like at oh like party a night out in as a like me um oh, watching a be, film snuggled up i will be a night in i i i'm a night in owl i'm yeah, I do not enjoy nights out very much. Mainly because I just don't enjoy drinking either, but... Yeah, yeah. you don't drink, like, at all, basically. No. I don't like... I love going out, and I quite enjoy being in, like, the smoking area on a night out and just, like, having random talks with people. That's always quite enjoyable to me because I don't feel like I'm getting 
bothered the same and I do enjoy like the music and the dancing I just I think it's after a certain point when everyone's just hammered and ridiculous I find it really difficult to be there fair enough how about you um Nighton I'm I I did my partying when I was younger and to be honest now it's just kind of painful like when we went to Pride it was was my decision to go home wasn't it like you were like oh no let's stay longer I was like you stay I'm going home I don't like it (laughs) yeah so yeah I will and then we actually had a fabulous night in because we got like I think we got four pizzas for the two of us four pizzas and like 50 chicken nuggets nuggets, which I didn't eat (coughs) oh yeah Joshua is a vegetarian vegetarian I couldn't say that then I choked on the word vegetarian yeah so he only eats rabbit (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> a rabbit. Um, which do you prefer, books or films, and what's your favourite? Books, and my favourite is a series by Christopher Pellini called uh, The Inheritance. So it's Aragon, the dragons. Yeah, it's a good. four-part massive series, and it's it's just the detail in it. Did they he, make them into films? Uh, they tried to make one into a film. Oh my god, I've what a disaster. It. Was it, bad? it was so oh, that's shit. That's a shame. I hate it when they do that. They literally destroyed it. Mm. Completely destroyed it. The characters didn't look right. Nothing was right. The way the dragon grew up was like instantaneous and it was just I bullshit. I don't like it when a book is turned into a film and it doesn't match your imagination. Well, Christopher Pellini restricted his rights and wouldn't give the rights yeah. for any of his other books because he didn't want him to continue ruining it. Yeah. But in his books, they are phenomenal. He he writes in a fantasy world where elves and orcs and um, every, every mythical creature is there. But he goes into so much detail that he's made languages for the elves. He's made languages for the dwarves. He even puts at the back of each book like a language translation dictionary. So if something's said in the middle of the book that you don't understand, you flick to the back and you find it in the list of stuff that's said. And it literally tells you what it's saying, yeah. what it means, and it is phenomenal. The detail, the the visual, like I've never been so immersed in a story to the point where I felt like I was in that story ever before in my life. So, books. You know how they will be really beautiful, actually, as um, films if they were stop motion. Could you imagine them as stop motion? Like they would Kubo be pretty phenomenal. Yeah, they'd be fantastic as stop motion. But yeah. can you imagine making a film out of a book that size? <laughs> it would take a long time. It'd be longer than all I of the Star Wars. I will take it on as a challenge, and I will do it single-handedly over the next forty years. <laughs> um, what about you? Films or books? Um, I love. I I love to sit and read, but I do find it sometimes quite difficult. You don't read a lot. I've noticed that. It's because I struggle with the actual reading. Like, um, I have to read a line several times to be able to focus on it and take it in. Are you dyslexic? I don't know. I should probably have gone and gone No, your spelling's fine. My spelling's okay, but my reading's not. Um, Which is why I don't like to have to read stuff sometimes. But then I do get audiobooks and I do read, it's just I have to really enjoy the story to be able to put up with doing it. Um I love Jonas Jonathan books, the hundred year old man who climbed out of a window, but then they turned that into a film and that was a bit of a miss. 
Um, There's a new one of those, though. We yeah. saw it in the airport, didn't we? Yeah, it's going to be good. I'm, I'm looking forward to reading that. See, this is what I'm saying. Like That is one that I would definitely read. Um, I love The Little Prince, and they did a really good job turning that into a film, but I definitely prefer the book, simply because of... I always feel like with a film you miss out on so many things. And the internal so, monologues yeah. are generally missing out of films, which are like... Mm. It's just an adaption yeah. at the end of the day. And Where the Wild Things Are, that is definitely my favourite book. Yeah, that is. You've got a the tattoo of that beautiful. here, haven't you? Yeah, I've got Max. I love him. Um, right, so I think we should probably wrap this up soon. 25 yeah. minutes? Yeah. Um, Would you describe yourself as an introvert or an extrovert? I'm definitely an introvert. I think you're very much so an introvert. You like to keep yourself to yourself. And even when you're surrounded by people and in a social situation, you're just not really you. You're sort of just sort of like, I don't know, you sort of play on other people to reflect more on their personality than your own. Yeah, definitely. Like you're very, very introverted. You came across as an extrovert when we first met, but you just lied to me. <laughs> you said, I really mean, I don't care about people, and I, I love I love going out, and I like a drink. All lies! <laughs> and it's probably for the best. All complete lies. Like, I, it was so funny. It was so funny. <laughs> I absolutely adored it. Because when you said that you were mean, I literally looked at you, and you... Oh, like the I nicest. have the face of like you're a the baby s- bunny rabbit. You're like so. the sweetest person. You're the kindest person I know. You are completely introverted. You don't drink because you don't react well to a lot of alcohol. <laughs> like really, I don't. Vomit. Yeah, you do a lot. Yeah, <laughs> like it was adorable. But um, I remember that very, very well. Mm. I remember looking at your face and being like, "This person's not mean." You're <laughs> more extroverted though. I'd say you're more of an extrovert, but I think that you... I think I'm sort of on the borderline of both. Like, I can be either. Maybe you're both, like, ambiverted, because that one's where you... Flip from one to the other. Because I can be extroverted if I need to be. come across as being more extroverted to people, but the reality is you like your own space and time alone, and... Yeah, but you know um, that. Yeah, I'm very much. Like We're very much the same. We have like two of the bedrooms in our, two of the bedrooms in our flat. So Josh will generally stay in our actual bedroom, um, and do his own thing, or go around the house, sit downstairs, watch TV, and I will literally just be in the other room, which is essentially a man cave slash storage cupboard <laughs> for Josh's art supplies, um, and I will just be in there gaming and doing my own thing. Like we are more than happy with that sort of existence. Yeah, it's but. Nice. If we go out, I'm definitely an extrovert. So as soon as I leave the comfort of my home, <laughs> I think, I think my my like, social lies I'm in here, like. my social <laughs> awkwardness manifests itself into like this oozing confidence of extroversion. Yeah. Um, last question. Yeah. Would you describe yourself as an optimist or a pessimist? I personally would say that I am much more optimistic than pessimistic, but when I first come across a situation, I'm normally pessimistic about it because in my head, I think, well, if I'm pessimistic now, whatever comes out of this is probably going to be better than what I'm expecting. And therefore, I have 
a positive experience with it regardless and yeah it's kind of like a messed up logic in a way but I just I don't approach things negatively deliberately I just I feel like I get a better outcome when I expect less I mean expecting less is understandable but to be pessimistic about something is very different Mm -hmm. so it's very optimistic of you to go if I lower my expectations then whatever the outcome above that, I'll be happy with. Oh, that's twisted. So I'm an optimist being pessimistic about I think you're optimism. very... You, yeah, so Ooh. you're very... <laughs> yeah, so I think you're more of an optimistic person. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure I'm either. I think I'm just a bit of a realist. Like, yeah, definitely. I'm not... You're very blunt and to the point... Um, like my brain works in a very well I'm autistic yeah for you listeners so my brain will work my it works like a computer you input code and it comes out with a result bingo if you put the wrong code in it don't work and I just go no um but with with optimism and pessimism I look at a situation I analyze the situation I understand the situation and then I make a decision of where to go from there Mm. I don't think everything's going to be great because I know nothing. nothing's always great. You don't great. really worry about the outcome though either. You really whereas I I worry a lot about things and I get very anxious and you always say to me like don't freak out about it now because there's no point. Whatever happens Whatever happens. happens happens and you deal with it then and there and I think that's your way of thinking actually really helps me because it does calm me down and well that's the yeah. well your last question on here which we weren't going to ask but that was what's your philosophy that you live by and apply in your daily existence that's mine is live right now yeah like live right now don't live tomorrow don't live yesterday live right now like I learned this the hard way that living in the past is it ruins your future and living in the future makes you literally takes away your past yeah. It takes away the experiences and the joy of it because you're too busy worrying about what's ahead or stressing about what's already happened. Like, just live right now. Like, I always tell you, take it slow. Just do it. If you've got mm. doubt, if, like, that's one of the things, isn't it? If you've got yeah. doubt, don't do it. But if you don't have any doubt, mm. go for it. Don't worry about the outcome. See what happens. I really like that. I think that's... I think that's the end of our talk. I think that's the end of our questions. Um, so this week was a basically us picking the brains of each other and letting you know a little bit more about random parts of ourselves. If you want to get um, involved in the podcast in the future, we'll if you subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud, Spotify, um, Facebook, and we'll let you know how to get involved in our future shows. Um, next our next episode is... Health, Health and well-being. Ooh, that was nice. That was. <laughs> I don't think we'll be able to do that each no. time. Um, so yeah, um, we hope that you've enjoyed listening, and we hope that you'll listen again soon. So thanks for tuning in, and have a lovely day. Thank you. Bye. Bye.